the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Good morning. Welcome, everyone, to the uh, mile rate. We'll look back at uh, the meeting at uh, Ballarat last night. Group one meeting with the Catanars Jewelers, Victoria Trotters Oaks. And to look back with me and also at uh, some of the Breeders' Challenge heats at uh, Menangle last night is Rob Orber. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Danny. It's been a uh, marathon uh, Saturday and we've got a marathon Sunday and Monday coming up. But we had some great racing uh, right across uh, all codes uh, throughout the week and over the weekend. And last night, Ballarat uh, was the shining place for harness racing and we saw some terrific racing uh, and in particular the uh, Victoria Trotters Oaks. And it was a, a terrific performance by Queen Alita to take out that race last night. Well, that's the racing question, isn't it, Rob? Queen Alita showed good gate speed. There was a bit of a battle in the first few hundred metres. Looked like there was going to be another battle up the home straight with the two favourites, but Bengals ended up breaking up. Here's the replay of the feature, the Catanars Jewelers Group 1 Trotters Oaks. Off the back straight in 28.1. The inside Queen Alita. Bengals is almost level. Elderberry and Ursula's there, then Lady in the Sky under pressure. Turning for home, it's Queen Alita, Bengals, then Elderberry and Ursula. Oh, Bengals galloped. Bengals went for a gallop. Queen Alita led Elderberry and Ursula, cutting her down. It's Queen Alita. Elderberry and Ursula getting close. It's Queen Alita in front, though, from Elderberry and Ursula. Queen Alita giving plenty, and Queen Alita got home. Big win, Queen Alita, from Elderberry and Ursula. Yang Zena and Tipsy Turvey made up good ground. <laughs> She she really found like a good horse, didn't she? She was challenged up the straight and had to lift, and she really did. Uh, yeah, she's very professional. She um, got out good and settled well, and then uh, when Zach came up and, and tested her again, she got a bit revy and sort of didn't settle that well after that. So uh, she was always going to be a sitting shot for something, and um, Bengals sat there nice and quiet and probably had the better of her, um, but then sort of must have got a little bit tired and galloped, and then... Uh, the horse of Kate's was coming home really strong and uh, when she saw it coming she kicked again and Nikita Ross on Trots Vision last night Queen Alita's beautiful filly she's been unbeaten this preparation and uh, that gate speed can certainly get her out of trouble Rob yeah, beautifully prepared by Brent Lilly. Uh, Brent, as we know, does an amazing job uh, with his trotters. And it was a really brave win last night. She uh, got tef- tested and softened up early in the race. Uh, Lady in the Sky had a really good look at her. Uh, they went a lead time of 44-33. Chris, Chris Alford was able to back off that first quarter. And then uh, the, the tempo went back in pretty solid, 30.5, 28-2 down the back. And she was challenged by Bangles, as you mentioned. And as we heard from Chris Alford by that interview, a 30 seconds last quarter and Bangles even though uh, moved up alongside Queen Alita she has got that little bit of a tendency to break under pressure and that's what happened last night and Queen Alita had to raise another effort because Elder Baron Ursa looked uh, like was going to run straight past her halfway up the straight but Queen Alita fought on really well she's a three-year-old filly by Love You at a Queen Kenny beautifully bred and well done to all the connections with uh, Queen Alita last night Elder Baron Ursula who came down from uh, New South Wales uh, from the Kerry Ann uh, Morris stable and and Robbie Morrison stayed with Andy and Kate Gath, who beautifully prepared her for them last night. Good run. Kiang Zena was very honest in the third. Tipsy Turvey ran on well. Lady in the Sky battled on really well. I mean, it was involved in a pretty uh, solid early duel, and she ran fifth, and unfortunately for the connections of Bangle, she just galloped uh, half up the straight and maybe might have cost her to Trotters Oaks last night.
Race four was the Group 2 uh, IRT Australia Tatlow Stakes, and Plymouth Chubb is building up an impressive record. He made it eight wins in a row. Dream off the back in 28.6, and the leader is Plymouth Chubb, turns into the straight, leading Elderberry and Misty, and then came Sting of a Wasp, but Plymouth Chubb just pulled away from them now. Courage Strides picking up again to get into second. Ed's Dream is running on, but Plymouth Chubb is going to do it easily here. Plymouth Chubb is going to win by 10. He's a winning machine. Courage Strides second. Sting of a Wasp gets third, just in front of Ed's Dream, and... Does he give you the feel of a really, really good horse? He does. He, um, he he's very laid back early in his career. He, like he sort of you couldn't get him out of his own way, and then um, you sort of more you asked him, he just keeps going. But now lately he'd been a little bit fiery. His last out stall, um, he was a little bit silly. Um, so Dad took the uh, blocks off and put a snaffle on him, and he was really good tonight. Really relaxed um, and drove yeah really good. He hasn't been back in the field very often in his in his races. Um, He's usually uh, up the front there trying to catch him, but tonight it was nice to see that he, he came out, settled in, and, um, yeah, was able to do it a different way tonight. And... Karen Manning there, Plymouth Chubb, who's a damn pocket fantasy, also producer of the winner of this race two years ago in in Dublin, Chubb. But this uh, this horse, I think uh, we're starting to think he's pretty special, Rob. He got beaten on debut and has put up a picket fence ever since. Yeah, it's hard not to, to look at him now and think that he is special, Danny. Uh, he's just got the physical attributes against his rivals at the moment as far as the two roles are concerned. And last night, as we heard from that interview from Karen Manning, that was the best he's ever driven. And uh, look, uh, Pocket Fantasy was a very exciting uh, trotting mare and she's done a great job at stud. And this one just might be the best one and who knows how good he is. But right at the moment, he's uh, at the top of the tree. No question about that. Um, Top win last night, uh, just settled beautifully. She, Karen Manning made her move at the right time and just controlled the race. And each time she asked him to go quicker, he, he did. Um, he, he's a very good horse, no doubt. Mile rate 217, 44 lead time, 31.732. They came home in 28.7 and 29.6. Elder Baron Misty set the tempo out in the lead, couldn't finish it off. Courage Stride, I thought, was a really good run. Uh, he's a a really nice trotter. Sting of a Wasp with Bolter's odds, uh, you know, battled on really well for Chris Angove and, and Michael Bowman. Uh, Ed's Dream, uh, Carvelli Picasso all tried hard. And the the run outside of Plymouth Chubb was it was certainly Rebel Stoke. I mean, he, he galloped, he was uh, beaten for early speed. But when you have a look at the replay, he, he was just climbing over their backs and making some really good ground. I mean, from a raw ability, I mean, Rebel Stoke looks to be right up there, but he's just still got a, a few little quirks to iron out at the moment, uh, Anton Galino, but a great run by Plymouth Chubb to win last night. Race uh, five, an ideal some magic, a horse that had uh, tested the patience of many, uh, but had been unlucky on a number of occasions. 28 starts without a win, ideal some magic, but uh, uh, it was too good. Got the run of the race behind Santa Casa Beach to take out the Villawood properties. Looking off the back straight, and it's Santa Casa Beach, four metres clear, ideal some magic second. Might get some room to come out if he wants to, but Santa Casa Beach is going well. Allowed a bit more rain, and he opened up about seven metres now, Ideal Sir Magic. Sicario tracks through on the pegs. Nothing else making ground. Into the straight after a 27-4 third quarter. And it's Santa Casa Beach about five metres in front. Will his condition hold out? Or will the night be for Ideal Sir Magic, who's looming up? Santa Casa Beach in front. Ideal Sir Magic going up to him. Ideal Sir Magic, Santa Casa Beach. They're going to hit the line. Ideal Sir Magic won it. Ideal Sir Magic has beaten Santa Casa Beach. 
About 10 away, Shorty's might, mate might have grabbed third from Sicario. Able to get the job done tonight. Yeah, that's right. No, he's uh, he's sort of been one of those horses who's a bit of a gunner horse. Like he puts the riding on the wall sort of um, week in, week out sort of thing. And, uh, yeah, nothing seems to quite go right for him, um, yeah, when he's going good. And, uh, yeah, Jason's been a bit of a supporter of him. And uh, Dan Malecki, I know, has uh, been on him a few times. And um, just things haven't worked out. But uh, tonight he just had the, the, you know, couldn't have asked for a better trip, really. And, um Bo and AJ have produced him in tip-top order. He hadn't had a run for a couple of weeks, and the horse just—he was just blossoming before the race. He looked a million dollars. So, um, uh, yeah, full credit to them. Yeah, look, it's been a long time since his last win, but uh, he'd put in a number of top performances, Rob, and uh, you couldn't begrudge him winning a race last night. No, we've been highlighting him, uh, I think all of us have, for, for quite a while. And it was a really good result for, for AJ and Bo Tindale. I mean, they're doing a terrific job with their team of horses. They're both very dedicated horse people and uh, a credit to them. And, and a good to see Ideal Some Magic Salute. He was a lovely drive by Greg Sugars. Santa Casa Beach first up. Uh, you know, I thought it was a terrific run. You know, maybe did go a little bit, you know, too hard. I mean, it was a half neck away from uh, being a, a super drive. And, and unfortunately, it was just run down by Ideal Some Magic, who had a, a coal sit on it. Uh, look, they went 157.7 mile rate, 44.5, 30.8, 31.1, 27.5 and 27. It was a very solidly run race and uh, there was no real pressure. It was pretty much controlled on the on the speed and Ideal Sir Magic had a coal sit and was just able to run down Santa Casa Beach. Shorty's mate, another terrific run. Well, he just keeps going well. Sicario, maybe a little bit disappointing. He was in the in a spot to sort of be a little bit closer at the finish. Let's, ro- let's, let's roll. Uh, and Major Bob, they're all in that pack uh, with Gillaby Chevy's the darker. So, look, all honours to the winner. And, and the second horse was terrific, Santa Casa Beach. Nothing wrong with its run last night. Rob, race number seven was the Group 3 uh, tab, Make Mine Cullen for the Mares. Spellbound was first up from uh, a spell, and I think she left most punters uh, and uh, supporters spellbound because it was an outstanding win, and she took 0.1 of a second off the uh, age and sex record, which was previously held by Ladies in Red. Off the back straight in 27.6 and it's Spellbound turning for home in front of Margita who's trying to kick back and then Enchanted Stride Spellbound, she's all over the shop here, the Pantheus has run up behind them into a dead end, Spellbound's giving plenty though from Enchanted Stride, it's Spellbound the leader, the Pantheus getting through late but Spellbound gets home, Spellbound wins it, second the Pantheus, third Enchanted Stride and fourth Margita, good Thanks for joining us, mate. That's, uh, that was ultra impressive. We know she's good, but, um, boy, that was exciting. Yeah, it certainly was. Um, that's the third time she's been, like, fresh going into a mile race, and it's the third time she's gone super doing it and, and run super time. So, yeah, very impressed with her, very happy. Um, didn't want to go as ill as I did, but I was, I was forced to. But, um, yeah, I, I knew she'd stick on good, but I was probably a bit surprised at how good she did stick on. That was driver Stuart McDonald talking to Tim O'Connor on Trot's Vision last night. Rob, uh, she's a very good mare, but she can still do things wrong. She looked like she was hanging into that bottom turn and she was all about the shop in the straight. It's amazing to think she can do a few things that are not quite right and, and, and run some amazing time. Yeah, look, she's a four-year-old mare. I mean, she's uh, done a bit of travelling, hasn't she? Uh, she was at uh, raced at Addington in February, came to, to Melton in April this year and 
Went up to Menangle on the, in June, then went to Albion Park in July, had a break back to Ballarat in uh, October. So it's been a really busy year for her, and um, she's a high-quality mare, and it was a terrific win last night. As you said, she wanted to sort of duck in and run over, over all over the place a little bit in the straight, but uh, her class prevailed. The mile rate of 152.8, 6.4 lead time, 28.3 first quarter, which was set up by well-said Lucy, who... Uh, Kick through the lead. No surprise to see her leading last night for mine, but uh, she just over raced and then um, set this uh, very hot tempo 29 3, 27 7 down the back, 28 2, and uh, spellbound. Uh, finished over the top. Uh, Enchanted Stride had the three-wide trail in the back of Spellbound. I thought it was going to be a really good chance of running it down. Uh, wasn't able to. Finished in third spot. The Panthers was uh, nicely poised early, uh, up on the speed, and, and came late. Uh, for just missed out by uh, just over a couple of metres behind Spellbound. Majida, who ran fourth in the race, was three-wide in that early part of the race, and she did her fair share of work. She battled on really strongly, beaten six metres, and probably the eye-catching run was Blame It On Me, the uh, former Tassie horse coming home really strongly uh, into fifth placing and might be one worth while, uh, following over the next few weeks. But uh, all honest to Spellbound, she deserved the win and she was uh, the best horse in that uh, tab and make mine Cullen last night. 11 races on the card. There were 11 different winning trainers, 11 different winning drivers. Unusual that uh, there was no multiples last night. Uh, the night kicked off with a terrific win. It was a very uh, confident drive by uh, trainer driver Steve Cleave to win on uh, Mirakuru. Yeah, it was a good performance by Mirakuru. Uh, he's always promised a lot, hasn't he? Uh, he's, he's a lovely horse. He got the job done. Mile rate 154.6, 6.5 lead time. Uh, Man to D led in the race. CC in America went forward at the start. 29, 30.4 first two quarters, and they came home in 27.7 and 28.2. And Mirakuru, who popped around into the breeze, uh, was just a little bit too strong. CC in America uh, just failed to run down Mirakuru, uh, going really well for Joey Thompson since they purchased the horse. Uh, Love the run of Belladonna Girl. She's going really well for Greg Norman. She hasn't had much luck of late. I think certainly if you're looking for one to follow over the next few weeks, uh, Belladonna Girl is definitely ready to win. Monsieur Delacour, Major Watson, uh, none of them were far away. But uh, look, all honours to Mirakuri last night. Well done to Steve Cleave and the horse to follow out of the race for mine is Belladonna Girl. John Nicholson trained the Cronella race at two. The three-year-old's running the top three. Seb's choice, barrier one, led and was able to dictate. Yeah, look, just controlled the race. 156.4 mile rate, 6.5 at lead time, 28.7, 33 the second quarter. There was no pressure put on the leader, Seb's choice, and controlled the race, 28.7 and 26.8. And uh, John Nicholson uh, quinellering the race with Elby uh, Two Chains. Uh, Michelle Phillips driving Seb's choice, who led Elby Two Chains was a good run. Sat in the breeze and uh, just stuck on really well. Nor attack Prince couldn't get out. Was behind the leader. Seemed to be travelling really well. Um, she will rock Yankee Goal Major Meister. None of them were far away. But uh, look, Seb's choice really good performance. Uh, probably out of the race. I mean, certainly Elby Two Chains and Nor. Noratak Prince are all going to be winning very soon, but a 156.4 mile rate for Seb's Choice, who's a lovely three-year-old by Better Delight at Alta Calypso, and has got a big future ahead of it. Race three, Rob. We had a couple of horses come down from the Sunraysia area. One of them started favourite, Mailman, uh, and the other was Colonia Terra, who put the riding on the wall with a really good performance in Ballarat a few starts earlier. Luke Watson, the winning trainer driver. 
Yeah, good to see Luke uh, in a winner's list, you know, at, at Metro level. He, he doesn't come down uh, often uh, from uh, Mildura, and he's got a lovely horse in Caloton- Cal- Colonia Terra, who's going really well at the moment, 158.8 mile rate. They went 41.7 uh, lead time. was pretty solid. Mailman, uh, trained by Lockie Prothra, only having a second run here in Australia. Neil McCallum uh, led in the race, but was really softened up, better and more for David Miles, really uh, drilled it early, and then um, there was there was a uh, Stingray Tara had another little crack at it so uh, he just found it a little bit too hard mailman and it w- always set it up for something that will be running on it was a matter of which one and Cal- Colonia Terra got into a bit of a, into a bit of a zip fastener but Luke drove the horse beautifully he was able to get it off the uh, the middle of the uh, running line and got to the outside and Colonia Terra as you mentioned has been catching the eye with some good performances recently came over to top Balenciaga was well poised battled on nicely Rosarito Miss ran into it strongly those three horses came from uh, midfield and back in the field to, to f- fill the placing. Stingray Tara continues to go go well. He got caught in the breeze and uh, battled on strongly. Uh, White Flynn was a nice run. Uh, he was doing his best work late. And uh, I'd, I'd sort of just forgive Mailman. I think he'll improve from that. And once he gets back to Mildura, he'll be winning plenty of races. So 158 mile rate for Colonia Terra. Race six was taken out by Supreme Dominator, trained by Joe Pace, is doing a fantastic job with his team and driven by James Herbertson. He's a lovely horse, very consistent horse, Supreme Dominator. Yeah, gee whiz, he's uh, just going from one level to another, isn't he? Uh, he was terrific last night, absolutely outstanding. 156.2 mile rate, lead time 41.8. Gillaby Sylvester, who uh, worked to the front, he was uh, racing in patches. I think you sort of alluded that quite a few times in your call. And uh, he, he was challenged and he kept responding, but Supreme Dominator just uh, it was too fast and too strong at the finish. Uh, he just savaged the line to win. Uh, 41.8 lead time, 156.2 mile rate. They went 313, 30.3, 27.7 and 27.8 home. Uh, good effort. He's uh, he's going places. It'll be interesting to see how far he goes. But on his win last night, he's uh, he's heading uh, in the right spots. Uh, Gillaby Sylvester, good run. Battle on well. Kaki knew he was a terrific run. He was doing things wrong in the score up. Made up a heap of ground for Julie and Glenn Douglas. Ran on really well. Pat Speedstorm, again, heavily backed. He's becoming a bit of a... Uh, Costly conveyance for, for punters, $2.20 favourite. Uh, it was beautifully driven by David Moran, but he's just not letting down at the finish of his races. Radius, once again, what a good run, wasn't he, Danny? He's, uh, just, he's, he's looking well, isn't he, Radius? He just mm. looks like a he looks like a, just a machine at the moment. Um, he's going to be winning one, uh, a really good race soon. Um, and, you know, Valachi, Jimmy Irishman weren't too far away. But, uh, look, Supreme Dominator, great effort. He's certainly worth following. Kaki knew he was terrific. Uh, Gillaby Sylvester was brave in defeat and, again, loved the run of Radius. Race uh, number nine, uh, Rob, we get to. And this four-year-old mare, Fortuna, she made it three wins in a row. And it was a very heady drive uh, from trainer driver Craig Demler because uh, although she drew on the outside of the front line, her two main dangers had both drawn the second line. And Craig Demler used that wide gate to his advantage. Yeah, look, absolutely wrapped for Craig. Uh, I'm one of his biggest fans. He he's just does a terrific job uh, with uh, with his horses. He's been a, an absolute uh, master at his trade for uh, all of his life. He's had a great 
grounding and it's just good to see he's probably not got the team that he'd love to have underneath him but the the ones that he does have he he always does an amazing job with them and she's a really nice mare for, for Ken and, and, and Mark Fulton and Barbara Fulton I'm sure they'll be absolutely stoked bred by Ashley Haynes and by Majestic Sun out of Fortunate Phoenix and she just led and was able to hold off the challenges is that a bid another terrific run for Mick Hughes and Rodney Petrock doing a great job nephew Sunoco came from back in the field and really hit the line hard just missed out Love the run of Sultan Sass. Just a young young trotter. Hasn't had a lot of experience. And uh, it's got a good future. It'll, it'll be winning some nice races down the track. So uh, really good performance by all f- four horses. But well done to uh, 04 Tuna and Craig Demler. Mile rate 214, 45-1 lead time. 32-3 and 31-3. Very well rated up on the speed. 28-7 and 28-6 home. Race 10, the high gain claiming pace. Top end claimer, $100,000 maximum claiming price. Nothing was claimed, but gee, they've provided some really good racing, these races. They're genuinely run, and, and Sir Ledick, he, he's a seven-year-old. He, he seems like he's actually older than that, but he's really found his forte, hasn't he? Uh, he, he just relishes these fast-run races uh, at this level. It was an exciting finale from uh, the David Aiken train and Josh Aiken-driven Sir Ledick. Yeah, no, really good performance. And, and these claiming races at this level, and I, I think there should be more claiming races or these type of races at the Metro level, even for M1, you know, the old you know Metropolitan One horses, I still call them, but uh, 79 and above, because, you know, we don't want to see these horses getting sold to America or going anywhere. They should be staying here in Victoria. They're top horses and they need racing opportunities. And that's probably the biggest challenge that these horses are all confronted with and Sir Ledick last night got a beautiful trail into it there's plenty of speed up front with um Aussie Battler and Struve going really hard early. 6.3 lead time, 27.7 first quarter. They tried to back it off 30.7 and the swoopers came into it, 28.3 and 28. And Sir Ledick had a nice trail on the back of Bernie Winkle and Bernie Winkle was set to win. Uh, Yorkshire pulled out in front of Bernie Winkle and then Sir Ledick uh, joined in. It was like the 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 the, uh, the three charging home down the outside and Sir Ledick just got there from Bernie Winkle. Another great run. Yorkshire was very good. I cast no shadow, was climbing over there backs always fast was on the pegs and got home well Struve was in that early battle uh, he did a good job really he only got beaten eight meters uh, Sunbeat Shadow wasn't far away ample power and Aussie Battler who set the tempo finished at the tail of the field but I think uh, between first and eighth there was 10 meters between them and uh, Aussie Battler a couple of lengths behind but Sir Liddick really good performance uh, for uh, Josh and David Aiken. And the last of 11 went to Powder Keg. Lisa Miles, the trainer driver, she got a good run through, uh, gave the horse a terrific run, and in the end was able to reel in the favourite, Olivici, who led. Yeah, look, at the, at the 1100, I think you only wanted to be on one horse. It was Powder Keg. He just was in the right spot. Olivici uh, led, uh, was softened up, blue comb, and just over race for Karen Manning. And the two of them were just going stride for stride a, a long way from home. And Powder Keg, who has had no luck for any of his racing, um, just got into the right spot. And if he didn't win last night, you would have been really worried about him. But, uh, look, he got the job done. Lisa Miles does a great job. Well done. Olivici was good. Battled on strongly. Benji Hall, easy pickings weren't too far away they went uh, two minutes point seven 44 nine lead time 31 7 30 point eight and they came home in 29 2 28 four was a very evenly run race uh powder keg well deserved victory uh and uh, yeah look it was a, a very good race and Menangle last night, they had some really good racing there with the semi-finals of the new south wales breeders uh, challenge races uh, rob what did you see there 
Uh, really good racing there last night too, Danny. Uh, my ultimate, Ronnie, uh, knocked off uh, Small Tease in the first semi-final of the two-year-old Colts and Gelding. Sent an equally Australian record with Barroom Banter. They went 150.4, which Barroom Banter set, I think, uh, last year uh, or the year before. And um, my ultimate, Ronnie, uh, was able to run down Small Tease, who uh, went at a really solid tempo, 26.9, 28.4, 27.3, and 27.8 home, 150.4. The mile rate was a really good performance. Uh, taking out the first semi-final from Small Tees. Uh, uh, Tim's a trooper, wasn't too far away. We then went to the first semi-final of the two-year-old Phillies. Captain's Queen won for Russell Jack. It was a really good win to, uh, for Brad Hewitt. Started a dollar forty favourite. Defeating Mart- uh, Martini Stride. They won pretty clearly there. They went a mile rate of 153.4, uh, 28, 30.5, 28.3, and 26.6 home. Uh, also, uh, the second semi final of the Colts and Gelders was taken out by uh, my ultimate Byron, who just continues on uh, his uh, winning way uh, for Jared Elchin and Cameron Hart. Started a short price favourite, defeating uh, Dougie Sloy. They went a mile rate there of 150.9, so once again, uh, just outside that record. So some really quick times there and then the second semi-final of the two-year-old Phillies at Madrid just held off uh, Silk Cloud and Miss X. All three of them ran really good races, uh, 152.3 mile rate. So that were the uh, four semi-finals. It makes a, a really interesting finals for next week. And Expensive Ego came back with a really good performance last night, winning in a mile rate of 152.5, defeating Alta Orlando. I'm off to Maryborough today with Trot's Vision. Swan Hill tomorrow night with the VHRC Super Bonus Meeting. So it's going to be a busy uh, few days coming up, Danny. Yeah, and a terrific program today. 12.15, the first on Cup Day at Maryborough. A terrific card. It's a 10-race card at Maryborough. Look forward to watching you and the team on Trot's Vision from Maryborough. So enjoy your day. And until the mile rate next Sunday morning, it's... Happy harnessing, everyone.